Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Shift. Uh, this week's guest was Kyle O'Connor and Carolina Teresa. Kyla is a, a comedian and storyteller based in Barcelona. You might know her as Kyla Cobbler on Instagram. And Carolina is a comedian based here in New York City and she's absolutely amazing. The girls are both hysterical, loved them, had such great chats. They told me about guys wanting them to wee on them. Uh, they gave a listener advice about going down and just the general chats. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Have a listen and I'll talk to you after the episode. From Catalonia to Barcelona, like Barcelona is a hot spot. We're breeding, we're breeding the COVID. You should have seen Tinder during the COVID, Katie, here. I don't know what it was like there, but because you couldn't leave. Like, if I went to the supermarket, every time I left, I got stopped and I questioned of my idea and stuff. So on Tinder, people were just like, I need to buy. <laughs> like, it was, it was almost better because it was more clear. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah it's sexy. It's secret. Let's do this. <laughs> but wear the mask. No kissing. Okay. <laughs> so you were on Tinder there. So are you, but you're in a relationship, are you? I am in a relationship. <laughs> but I was like, I was, because I was nearly married three and a half years ago to this guy who was like 17 years my senior. Lovely guy. Isn't the idea that you have it was like old man, full of money, like he was a hottie, well able. And then I left him and that and we had lived together. Have you ever lived with someone? Yeah, yeah. That's why I moved That's to New York, actually. The beginning of the end. Yeah, same for Italy. Same reason. It is like, isn't it just such a different ball game? It's yeah. such a fucking different ball game. And when I left him, I just blossomed sexually. Like, I was like, you, 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 everyone, come on. Like, I just got balls deep in Tinder. But I love Tinder. Yeah. I love Tinder. People hate it. People on Instagram ask me so many questions about Tinder. I'm like, it is what it is. Like, it's five photographs. Don't pretend you're going to find the prince or like this guy that's going to rescue you. Like, you're going to write. We're going for a pint. We're going to hope for the best that we're sexually attracted to each other. And that's it, like, you know, but I fucking kid you. I love Tinder. I still love Tinder. I think it's a great invention. I do, I, like, it's... So are you, are you, are you in an open relationship then? We are in a relationship. We, I met him, like, four months, we're just after quarantine. And, oh. yeah, like, I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah, I just met him after quarantine, like, two days after we got let out. And we've been together since. And, but he kind of has a thing about the girlfriend word. He doesn't like using it? No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't introduce me as his old doll or as old doll so far of his girlfriend or like. But so, so you're not, it's not that you're not open. It's just, you haven't had the conversation. 
we haven't had the talk. It came up, but I was shit faced, like <laughs> drunk as fuck, like disgusting me. Like, why don't you love me? <laughs> what have I got to offer? I'm not enough. Like, I was so <laughs> shit faced. Like, and also in Barcelona, Katie, I don't know New York, like Barcelona is like for every 10 people, nine are absolute rides. Yeah, I can't share stuff. I can only imagine. Oh, I don't know what it is from all over the world, men and women. And I'm very open. Like I'm like, whatever, like attraction is attraction. I don't have like sexual boundaries, whatever, in that sense of gender. Yeah. And just like being here, it was so hard to commit. Like so hard to be, to me. And I have to sit down and talk to myself honestly and be like, okay, if I want this from him, I have to give this to him. And I kept, I think I kept like talking about it as if it was like, oh, you don't want to be my boyfriend. You're not using the word, but it was me. Yeah. It was my own, you know what I mean? It was my own kind of like, I suppose, not fear, but I was saying it for three and a half years. Like, that's a long time. Yeah, it is a long like, time. Yeah, and I was independent. I had my own life and I'm happy. Like, I like what I do. And so to have someone come into your life and be like, okay, love me now. Like, now you consider also me in your day-to-day life. I'm like, Ugh. you know, like, it's so, it's difficult. Like, but yeah, I, I'm mad about him. Yeah, I'm in a relationship. That's great. <laughs> I think you're the first person I told Katie. <laughs> this is great. This is great. I love it. I see. I'm like, I kind of relate to what you're saying. Cause like, I love love and I would love the idea to meet someone and that. be in a happy relationship. But I'm always afraid I'm going to commit to the wrong person. So I'm just like, and that's it. And you're like, I don't want, and I really believe in space and your own self and energy and that kind of shit. Not to be like antsy pantsy, but really like it's something, you know, like mm. to have someone in your life constantly and to give them as much as yourself as you give it's huge that's yeah. huge like and I love what you said I love love there's an expression in Italian I lived in Italy for years but seven years so I speak Italian and it says amo l'amore love love Aww. for all it said and isn't it just because we have this idea of love because of like tv and movies and you know and it's not that you know it's never that oh, and I it's think so, it's hard I'm ruined because of rom-coms I'm like oh, oh stop devastating devastating and I'm so the girl before the makeover I'm like, somebody see me walking down the stairs slowly. Like, I'm there. Like, I'm a diamond in the rock. You know? And it doesn't call me. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, and so, so, so this guy you're seeing, he, he does want, though. He wants a relationship. Yeah, like, we're, we're not, we're, we've talked and we're not, we're exclusive. Like, we'll say we're not, like, seeing other people. That's so funny, like, because now in the day, like, in the world, it's, because the last guy I was seeing, like, the guy I was seeing in quarantine, when I ended it, he goes, um, and he had asked me to be exclusive pretty early on, or we kind of had a chat about it, um, and then he yeah, was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, it's good you ended it, because I wasn't ready for you to be my girlfriend, and I was like, wait, what? And we were seeing each other, like, nearly five months, and I go, I go, well, but you, you asked me to be exclusive, and he was like, oh, well, exclusive is different than girlfriend, and I was like, this world is so complicated. Oh, my God, and they put so much importance on these terms and phrases, and, like, and you're like, fuck off, like, if you're happy being with me, and we're happy together, what's the need to fucking, to put these, like, you know, it just makes, it makes it more difficult. They think girlfriend means, like, I guess, I don't know. Ball breaker. Yeah, and it's so unfair. It is, like, yeah, it's, it's fucking bullshit. Like, you have, and you have a girlfriend that old, you'd be jealous, and you can't do this, and you can't. I'm like, do whatever the fuck you want. Do whatever you want. Like, I'm grand. Honestly, I'm grand. I just want someone to ride occasionally and have, like, pizza nights with. That's all yes. I need. <laughs> I'm a happy person, okay? Too, like easily you know? pleased. Like Absolutely. But Irish women, I think there's a culture thing for sure. For that sure. We're, we're easily not, pleased. Not easily pleased, but we're, we're very strong, like, we're strong women, you know what I mean? We are, like, I'm, I've lived in, in, like, Mediterranean places, and the women are very, 
I don't want to say submissive, but they're a bit like, you know, the man is here, so we'll do this. And I'm just like, mm. give a fuck, like, do whatever. Like, I want you to be happy and I want you to live your life and I'll be there to support you and be your team player, but I can't make you happy. I'm not a fucking therapist. What happened when you were a child? <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's like, there's a reason people get paid for this shit. Like, <laughs> I was just... People study for years. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I am happy to be there for you, but you're also like, because, like, oh, no. I find American guys here, they'll be like, on the first date, um, talking about like, oh, and my child is, was rough. And you'll be like, yeah, but whose isn't? Because Irish people, I think all of our stuff, we kind of were brought up a bit. Oh my God, it is hostile. Like, I didn't realize how tough our upbringing was until I moved to other places. And I saw, especially because Italian fellas with their mothers, Katie, like your biggest competition is the mother. <laughs> the, it's fucked. It's fucking unhealthy, a toxic relationship. Like, it's weird. But even like physically, like they they yeah they're involved with each other like like not wanking or anything but like they're really like they hug like they sit on each other they cuddle each other it's it's intimate it's sexually intimate for for me now not for everyone but for me it's something that like I don't randomly hug people like or I don't know I'm not a mom so I don't know but I just found it so uncomfortable so uncomfortable I'm gonna I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Carolina in she just joined Let's do okay. it. Us three get into it. And she just got married too. Yeah, in a pandemic. Isn't that so cool? Congratulations. I'll tell her now. I'll tell her now. <laughs> We're like the different stages. Hello. 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 Do you guys mind if I go downstairs? I'm going to run downstairs to Sydney's apartment because um, my husband's friends are on the way. I have a baby and I think the baby's going to make noise. You have a baby. No, I, I do not have a baby. I don't oh, believe yeah. that. Yeah, me neither. Um, not, not for where I'm at in life. No, thank you. No, not type for reproduction. <laughs> no, I can't even take care of a dog, really, to be honest. So uh, My thing is plants. I, I kill succulents. Me too! I killed a cactus in the pandemic. I had one <laughs> job. It's dead. You're like, literally needs nothing. You're like, can't do it. What about you being a wife? Congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm the best wife ever. Yeah, no doubt. You decided to do it. I'm actually a pretty bad wife, but I try. No, it's all you gotta do is your best, girl. What I gotta do? Your best. All you can do is your best. Oh, (laughs) I thought you were giving me sex advice. No, no, I'm not the person to be giving sex advice. It's good because we have a we have a listener in who he wants sex advice. I've been like googling about it all day, and I was like, "Really? I have a weird thing with sex, so I don't find it like really? there's no way to do it." Yeah, because there's no there's no we think because of porn and stuff that there's a way, but there's no way. Everyone has their own their own jam. Exactly, because when I was reading up the tips, I was like, "Oh, well, this is it, even the tips were contradictory." And I like you know, it's just kind of like everybody likes. But those lists online, Katie, have you seen that? But like, oh, 10 ways to know your boyfriend's not into you. It's like if he ignores your text, if he hates you, if he spits on your face, and you're like, hello, you don't need a list for this. This person is a shit cunt. Like, come yeah. on to walk. It's so bad. <laughs> also if you've gone to the point where you need to look up if your boyfriend's being shit to you he's being shit to you yeah like like you are seeking it's not nobody's hiding you are just seeking like look at it for what it is it's so bad i wanted to ask you something before though oh wait so wait oh well i should probably wait until but you you so you said that you're into men and women right 
or any gender yeah yeah like I, I don't really like I think since the Instagram thing took off people are like what's your sexuality and I'm just mm. like whatever like yeah. I just think people are I really don't consider myself like obviously more men but I've been with women and stuff like that and I'm very open about that but I never thought of it to be like sit down with my family and be like okay I have something to tell me you know <laughs> I like vagina and dick <laughs> like I don't I don't think there's a problem with it or you know what I mean it's very con- I think it's very constructed um, I think you're right yeah. about it being so you're sorry you said you think it's very constructed oh totally this whole gender thing or men can't like I think I think now we're in a moment in the world where feminism is just we're, we're powering through like we're killing it we are we're doing well and women are coming together and it's very very refreshing to see but I think what's happening as well is that there's a lot of attack on men yeah in a way that makes them close even more and if I was a kind of person like I see men and I work in Irish mobs Katie, where you see a lot of men from a different generation a bit older yeah. And they don't feel comfortable enough to talk about how they feel or, how, or cry or let go. Yeah. And if I del- I prefer to have to struggle with feminism and push for women instead of being in this like cocoon of like, no, I'm alpha male. Yeah. I don't feel. I think that's awful. That's detrimental. Okay, I'm back. Sorry. I had to get on her. You're downstairs. I had to get on her uh, Wi-Fi. No worries. So just to fill you in, we were just saying, um, so basically this is Kyla, Kyla, Carolina. Nice to meet you. Lovely to meet you, Carolina. I just asked uh, Kyla because she said that uh, basically we were talking about um, how like people will ask her sexuality and how that's kind of like constructing. And so Kyla was just saying like um, about about not putting in a box like or putting a name on it or you know what I mean? And then it makes it such like it makes it much more of a big deal, doesn't it? more pressure on you like instead of it just being sexual and physical totally like totally and it's never been a thing where like I've met women like my first kiss was a girl down in Cork and like I'm from Cork um Carlina it's a place it's the south of Ireland kind of small parish you know and my first kiss was a girl and I felt so ashamed I was just like oh yeah no totally like and I was young I was 13 12 13 like you know it was a young thing like yeah but don't you have like that irish catholic guilt totally oh the church just properly shit you can do whatever you want would you say sorry on sunday and do your penance and then do the same thing again like it is absolutely and you carry that with you like you do a hundred percent influence of the church in ireland where are you in america carolina i'm from new york i'm in brooklyn i'm from queens Oh, wow. So it's probably more open, is it? I'm very ignorant. I don't know any of them. I've been to America. I've it's never been. so much more open. Like, I grew up so open. And it's not lovely, I though. I went to, like, a performing arts high school. Wow. And I had a gay best friend growing up. And I never, ever heard anything. Like, there was nothing wrong with being gay. So, no. like, when I went to college, I played rugby. And, like, a lot of the girls that play rugby are gay. And, like, especially my freshman year, I was mm-hmm. just like, like the other freshman girls. I was like, y'all are all gay. Y'all are lesbians. <laughs> and they were like, oh my God, and no, I'm not. Like, I have a boyfriend at home and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't have a boyfriend at home, but I'm straight and y'all aren't. And it's not a big deal because literally everybody in my high school is gay. It was like nothing to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. That's so good. Because I kissed a girl as well when I was uh, older, like in my 20s, and I felt guilty as well. But I think I felt guilty because I liked it and I just didn't want to even deal with that. That's yeah. it. Like, and you're like, I kissed plenty of girls. And I was like, mm hmm. Yeah, it's nice. Girls are nice. The, yeah, no, they are. We're very, we're very, we're much nicer. <laughs> we're much nicer physically. 
I would say I'm straight as well. And I was just having this conversation with someone like I would just say, oh, I'm straight. But I was like, but, you know, there's been the odd woman that I've really fancied. Yeah. And I just haven't. Totally. It right. hasn't and gone women to. Are beautiful. Like yeah. women, like my tattoos, I'm full of naked women all over my arm. I've got naked women all over my body because the, the naked form is stunning. Yeah. I've got naked ladies in my apartment. I've got so many naked back girl art in my That's apartment. The crack. That's the crack. My nephew said to me that, he said to me, he's like, are you going to change this art? And I was like, no. And he's like, That's art and he's pointing at it and i was like absolutely dude absolutely you're gonna enjoy this i'm not gonna change it you're gonna enjoy it get ready (laughs) that's great but i think the whole point of us feeling guilty and us being like the difference between us and carolina that she went you were in a more open community and you went to the performing arts schools was much more just there like present it's just not present at home Mm -hmm. it's not a thing you know if somebody comes out as gay it's like you know it's so important and you're like it's i don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck. Like, do whatever you want. Once you're not fucking hurt somebody. I had to learn in college, especially to stop outing people because it wasn't intentional, but it was just a thing. I would just assume that we were all on the same page. Totally. And then totally. someone would be like, what are you talking about? I am not. And I'd be like, no. <laughs> talk to me in the end of the year. Talk to me at the end of the year. but thank god for it thank god for college and thank god for traveling and thank god for meeting new people and it just being so normalized and so open and i forget that until i go home or until i talk to irish people and then i say something like oh is it a girl and they're like oh so you're gay and i'm like no 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 i was just it was a party and we were fucked and it was a bit of fun and it happened but there was no intention there or overthinking there you know so yeah. thank God, thank God that we could, we could get out of the parish and get out of that situation and experience a bit more for what it is, you know, which is just love, just sexual love, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what it should be. There should be no guilt, but like, no, it just, it's hard not. to kind of re rewind your brain to that. Um, rewire. Rewire, thank you. Rewire. <laughs> I meant rewire. to say rewire. Yeah. I'm like audibly <laughs> dyslexic. <laughs> I'm uh, writing wise, I'm dyslexic, so we can help each other, Katie. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I'll I'll send you voicemails and you can send me the spellings <laughs> but um or voice messages you see I don't know what's wrong with me <laughs> but you were saying I thought that was interesting so Carlene right when you were trying to get online there um Kyla was saying that uh, like she would meet a lot of Irish men who are kind of stuck in that old alpha alpha mind take and they can't get out of it I think that's interesting because I think even guys in New York they're very good at expressing their feelings but I I think it's because they're good at expressing their feelings to you, a woman, on a date because they're still not comfortable with their friends. I still think exactly. there's a lot of... Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because how come every time I go on a first date, the guy is telling me all of his problems? But I think it's just because he's like, finally, I can emotionally vomit on someone. And I think, too, because of social media and because of what we're told, they're said, oh, women like to hear... <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I think men didn't used to be like that. And I think that like the dates you're going on now and I I felt the same way when I was going on dates is that like it's a new phenomenon of men just being like more open and vulnerable with women mm-hmm. and not necessarily with themselves. And honestly, it would be more beneficial for them to be open with each other. Yeah. Oh my God, like a hundred percent. And also, you know, like even with women, like I feel so comfortable with women because I know that we have something in common from the get-go. Like we're women in this world doing our best, trying to succeed and trying to, you know, make the best of what's there. And I'm like, I feel so comfortable talking to women. And the fact that men, 
I mean, I don't know because I'm not a man, but maybe there's a bit more kind of struggle to open up to each other. I find that bizarre. Yeah, and I think with Irish lads specifically, they'll kind of, um, so we use the word, Carolina, yeah, they slag each other. So like if a guy yeah. was like, oh, you know, if a, guy, if a guy, so the guy who messaged me and asked him for advice, I'd imagine now if he asked his uh, guy friends for that advice, they'd be like, oh, fuck's sake, like, whatever. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like a, there's a, they, a, like a slagging culture, kind of like totally a roast culture. Like a boy's boy, you know, yeah. lads, the lads, you know yeah. what I mean? That might be different for you, Carolina, because really in Ireland, it's like I'm from a place with like 4,000 people when I was growing up. You know, like it's it's really, I know it, may, it might sound bizarre to hear when you're from a city, but it's it re, it's, 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 it's a struggle, like it's something. And then it causes, I mean, I don't want to go too heavy, but the mental health side of it then, if you can't talk about how you fucking feel, sure you end up rocking from the inside out. You know what I mean? Just shite. And it, I find as well, it's like anything, just once you start talking about it, it's not as bad. Or just once you do it, it's not as bad as you oh, think. Normal. That's the best thing about Instagram for me. The best thing that happens from all this Instagram business was just talking about anxiety, talking about sex, and people really like me too. 100%. I agree. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> I thought I was the gremlin. You know? <laughs> it's so good. I think that's what so comedy good. does for us. Mm. Like being on stuff and then after having a lot of girls come up to you and be like mm-hmm, yes mm. yes ooh. thank you for saying that <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yes. <laughs> I what did I want to oh so I'll ha- I'll read I will start with this I'll read out and then uh, I do want to ask you Carolina about your wedding because I'm so excited but <laughs> Um, oh, girl, you, want, you don't want to get me started about my win. <laughs> no, we do. Let's start. Sydney is tired of hearing this story, but it is. It was gorgeous. It was okay. truly an event. Well, firstly, how did you guys? So you, how long have you guys been dating? So, first of all, let me tell you. So, we we dated on and off in for like the past four or five years, almost five years now. And you know who introduced us? Jordan Jensen. Oh wow! How did she? How did she introduce you guys? So she and Hamade used to work at the same bakery. Oh my god! This is like a real proper love romance in real life. And when I met Hamade, Hamade was like, "I love you. I want to marry you." And I was like, "You're crazy." No. Over the four years that we like, we've never like fallen out. We just like. I personally was like not ready. I was like, "You're a lot." He's from Burkina Faso. He's super African. He's like, he was very intense in the beginning, and um, I I wasn't ready. And it, he was so serious, and I was just like, and I was still like wanting to play around and like live my life. And so we would date, and then we would break up because I would be like, "Oh, this is too serious," or he worked too much. That was the other problem is that he worked so much, you know, like he came to this country like five years ago and oh, almost six years ago and like got like, I think a week after he got had a job and was like hustling, you know, you, you guys know, like he got here, you, you know, immigrant mentality where he's like, I gotta get this American dream, like hustle. So he worked at a bakery for like crazy hours and then he saved up all his money and he bought a bike and he was doing seamless and working at the bakery. And then he saved up more money and he bought a car and he was doing Uber and the bakery and like taking care of his family at home and just like, but like, I've never seen somebody work like that in my life. And that's harsh. 
Yeah, that's, that's so hot. attractive. It's hot. It's so admirable because totally. my parents are immigrants and my grandparents were immigrants. Like the house I live in, my grandparents came from Trinidad and they lived in this building and then they bought this building and then they moved to Queens and like rented it. So they rent this building. Yes. Good stuff. That mentality, I'm used to that mentality, but I had never seen it in real time. For sure. Selfish, but you know, I was born here and I was I'll spoil a little brat and I was just like, you work too much and I wanna have fun and I wanna do this and I wanna do that. And he really did try to take me out. Oh, Sydney's cat is crying. I don't know why. But anyway, I'd never seen anybody work so hard like that and that so I admired it, but I also was like, part of me was just like, Well, I need more attention. And then Honestly, like we, so we, we stopped dating like a year ago. And so it's been a year of me like being by myself and like living my life, dating, honey. <laughs> oh, I, I peed on an Irish man before <laughs> me and Hamid got back Yes, he did. He asked me to pee on him and I did. I did that before, Katie. <laughs> you girls are out here just peeing on people. I never Listen, peed, asked so I for it. This, but I love it. <laughs> He asked for it, but like I was dating a lot and nobody was hitting, you know, I was just having a lot of fun. Great. And then this is a pandemic love story because, and then in the beginning of the pandemic, we started seeing each other again. And I, as soon as he came back into my life, I was like, oh. But wait, wait, before you go there, can we just go back to the Irish guy you peed on? Um, The story about piss as well. Um, Okay, great. Okay, so let's just go to these. He asked he asked you. And he knew who you were, Katie, because when we went on our date. Yeah, you're famous. He was like, oh, you're a comedian. Do you know Katie Boyle? And I was like, yes, that's my bitch. Uh, And does he know me personally or? No, I don't think he knows you personally, but he knows of you. You're a famous Irish bitch. Come on. Look at Katie, look at you. All the piss. There's no way I'm so I'm so proud of him for asking what he likes and telling you that. So that's great. And I'm proud of you for doing it. Um so what did you just sit on top of him and we No, I like stood on top of him. Like he laid on the ground and he was like, just pee on me. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And what about you, Kyla? You have a wee in story as well. Yeah, so I meet this guy in love completely, like for the first time in a long time, very long story, but let's just say moment, super unreal, was weak for the guy, really liked him. Anyway, so he's like the same thing, we're banging and he's already having having sex. We didn't have sex, I just want to say we did not have sex, he just wanted me to pee on him. That's such a lucky escape. <laughs> Fucking hell. I what did he it. jerk off? Did you wank like himself while you were doing it? No, or? I think they just liked the hotness. First I peed on his body, then I peed in his mouth. And there was no wanking? There was no coming? There was no... Wow. So that's just, he saves that for the wank bank? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh lovely. I just mentally check out. <laughs> Happy place. <laughs> uh, I have to wee all the time. I, if, if, you know, I guess if a guy wanted that, I could wee on him all the time. But I, I really, I don't want it. I've been peeing all night because I've been drinking, obviously. <laughs> And I just had emptied myself out. And he was like, you want to pee on me? And I was like, I don't have anything to pee on you. I don't have any pee inside me. And he was like, here's some water, baby girl. (laughs) I'm going to treat you right. Did he he do anything to you? Did he eat you out or play with you? Girl, I was drunk and I was tired. Was he hard? He peed on me. I let him pee on my boobs. I was like, do not pee on my face. You can pee on my boobs. No, that's grand. But like, was he hard? Yeah. 
Oh, that shirt, okay. At least you were tired. But I was tired. I mean, I was like, we had been drinking all. Listen, you you know how y'all drink. <laughs> we had been drinking. I don't even know how many vodka sodas I had, but like we were, I was drunk. Obviously, I let him in pee on Do me, you so. know what county he's from? <laughs> No, I don't because then the people will figure out who he is. There's about four of us. Don't be like anything. How crazy would it be? How crazy would it be if he was like listening to my it? brother? Yeah, yeah, or like an ex. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's my cousin. He's nice. We were in okay, a Tony. Does he have red hair? No. Okay, I was like, it's my friend. If he had red hair, I think I would have tried harder to get with him. <laughs> Oh, I love that you like red hair. Red I love red it. Hair. Okay, wait. So, okay. Kyla, tell us your wee story. This is so yeah, much fun. so meet this guy who I was weak for, right? He came over to Milan because I lived in Milan for years. Kyla. Came over to Milan after like two days of knowing him and the sex was unreal. It was so natural and so commu- we communicated and we talked about what we liked and we giggled. We needed to giggle. You know, it was really, really lovely. And then he was like, oh, he was Spanish. He's like, I'm a bit of a pervert, you know? And I was like, oh, really? I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, yeah, I'm a bit of a pervert. And I was like, well, tell me. And he's like, I like pee, you know? And I was like, I'm very chill. I was like, Grant, if you want me, I'll, I'll do my best, you know? Thinking that it would be the same as Carolina, that he would lie down, I'd squat and do a wee. And I was saying, right, let's do it. <laughs> not as cool in a Cork accent, though it's not. <laughs> Come on now, bye. <laughs> so help me, right? Couldn't believe it. So he says, Grant, but he wanted me to wee on him mid-wide. Oh, I can't do that. That's, that'd confuse my whole Wait, body. Mid-what? Mid-sex. 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 So while he was still inside of you, he wanted you to yeah. pee? That's impossible. I feel like that's, that's hard. Yeah, I can't do that. So I was like, and I really cared about him. And I was like, I want to, like, I want yeah. to satisfy this thing because it's it's not creepy like for me creepy is different thing like i just see a sex let's do it whatever the weirder the better tell me let's fucking try it yeah so i was thinking how am i going to practice doing this right so i go to the beach i live in italy go to the beach in the day drink loads of water and i get into the water and i'm like sprinting on the spot trying to piss as I do it. <laughs> trying to get my body used to it <laughs> that is commitment to the italian oh no i was fucking committed to the cause like i couldn't no, I couldn't. It doesn't come out. Okay. It doesn't come out. Like, and like, I'm very open. Like, I wouldn't even embarrass telling the story. Like, I honestly, like, it was so, I really wanted him. And then me texting me like, okay, hey, I'm doing this at the beach. And he's like, you're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bang you. Like, I love that you're doing your best. And I was like, thank you. I appreciate that. You should have just brought a cup of hot water. And as you're bouncing on him, just pour it down on him. That's or it. Like, yeah, like, this is totally my piss. Or just get someone else's piss. So thinking maybe it would have been easier if you did missionary. But we were missionary. I wasn't talking. I'm saying maybe it would have been easier if you did missionary. What do you mean? Sure, I was on top of him. No, if he was on top of you. So what I'm saying is, did you have to be on top? Could you have? Well, yeah, because he wanted the peach come down his willy. Like. Oh, so he had this whole uh, thing. It was the pea and the willy. Yeah. Oh, no, he's done it loads of the time. He was, oh, he's from here. Barcelona is the most freest liberal place for sex. Like. All right. Oh my god, people are just like, do you want to do this? And I'm like, <gasps> and I consider myself quite open, but like, you know, some things you're not used to. It's normal that your reaction will be different, you know. But yeah, he wanted that. 
what are they more open about like what other what weird stuff have you been asked to do that you it's not it's not weird stuff but like with with like spanish and italian men they love ass stuff but not my, like our bum but they love their ass being touched and their g-spot and like a, like anal fingering and like just slapping and stuff and i don't know what it was i think it's because i'm quite a lot of people think i'm gay like i like, think i'm a lesbian i think the idea of being masculine or dominant during sex makes me feel uh, before it used to make me feel a bit uncomfortable because mm. i want to be feminine and more you know the cute one or the sexual one i didn't consider femininity or being feminine is that a word femininity yeah being feminine and being (laughs) dominant in the same category like for me to be feminine was to be dead bitch you can be like have you are you joking no i'm like fucking let's do it (laughs) now i'm all over and they love i remember the first time saying like oh like us kissing and he was like can you like touch my bum and i was like Jesus Christ, that's, I, don't know, I don't know if I can, like, be embarrassed about it, you know, but really, genuinely uncomfortable with it. And not because of the question itself or the, his sexual pleasure, just the act of doing that and being the one giving the slap or grabbing an ass. It was so masculine for me. I love grabbing a butt. Mm, I love grabbing an ass as well. Over, yeah, I'm like, come here to me, you sexy <laughs> I've never fingered a guy in the arsehole, but when we it's did amazing. it, yeah, well, we did an episode uh, maybe like a year ago uh, and the lads, it was Des and Steve-O on and they said that, oh, you, you know, lads love that. But I was like, a lad never love asked it. me. So the guy I was dating at the time, I was like, do you want me to stick a finger up your arse? And he was like, please never do that to me. Um, no, so... it's bad. It's so lovely. And it's their G-spot. Yeah, if they ask me, I'll There's do it. Well, he probably has never had one up there because it's really, really, that's where their G-spot is. So it's really, yeah. really them. And they think the guys just don't like it. Yeah, that's where their G spot is. It's in their butt. Yeah, but even I, I, I like a, the odd time. You know. Sorry, go ahead. Kyle. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, cheeky, cheeky finger. But the whole point is that when you're like for a woman, fingering is a, a finger. Like there are two hands or two hands, <laughs> uh, two fingers, one hand. Like it's a very penetrative thing. But when a G spot, like I mean, it's this much. Oh, you just, you just go in a little. It's just, it's just right at the top under, uh, at the anus in. Yeah, you, but I, I learned that. I asked. This is great. I didn't know. I've never fingered a bum. So you for, know, the, like, for, for the listeners, just a little, uh, just the top part where that line is underneath your finger. Here, and you just do this and it's just there. You can feel it. You can feel top it. Part. Okay. You got your wee bum, the wee tunnel and then inside and that's it because i've done that like masturbating <laughs> such a little freak yeah. and i've done like a little bit in my arse um yeah, and i've been like oh yeah. that feels great because there's so many well, nerve we endings. don't have we don't have that in our i don't think we have the g-spot in our bum oh well, i've something there it's lovely. <laughs> it's lovely no and also it's just the thing of the arsehole you know it's something new it's something Ooh, exciting. Yeah. oh so they actually have a g-spot oh so that's what you were saying carolina yes. that's a genuine g-spot it's a, okay it's a pleasure like if you're giving a blowjob and you I'm uh, thinking about my mom whatever if you're giving me a blowjob and then you push I want to do it so bad to my husband but I just do not think he I could tell you right now he is not going to be with it but I want to do it so bad but that's gender again that's this whole thing about men and women but I, can't, I don't think I, I have nails on right now once you said he was an immigrant, I thought because my ex-boyfriend was an immigrant too, and I think um, American men are more maybe more comfortable now. The Irish lads said that they were comfortable, but they're comedians, so that's like a different species to just. Yeah, it is. It um, totally is. I've been an Irish man a long time, Katie. Oh, it stopped. I, I was like ten years. I was with one two two years ago, and like that, he he, he it's definitely a bit more 
sexually repressed i felt but the immigrant guy he was uh he's uh he was very freaked out about that so carolina i was thinking about that i was like oh yeah sure your husband's an immigrant that he probably isn't as wouldn't be as openly sexually to stuff like that would he be no <laughs> but i will say like i am probably the most open he's ever had like i'm like yeah. what are we gonna do let's try this out like we tried using this like Sydney actually got me for my bachelorette like a ring that has like a vibrator on top like this. I love that. He didn't want to use it, and no. but we did use it, and then he was like, "All right, they're amazing. So they're he's, amazing." He's not open; like it'll never be his idea. But he does. He's open to suggestions. So, That's which is true. why we're we're taking our time. We're figuring it out. But I'm I'm freaky. I'm like, what's up? Tie me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because sex can be boring if it gets, especially. I mean, you're married, you've been together for a while. It's nice to try new things. It's nice to experience new sensations with the same person. It's oh, healthy. since I've been married since September third. Oh, you're not married a long time. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but it is true like even like long relationships it's good that carolina you'll be open because you'll need someone in the relationship who's going to be open to keep it fresh like i went to a sex it's gonna be me trust me it's me yeah well (laughs) i i went to a sex club now i'd have no interest in being involved in a sex club i just went to report back for the podcast um but when i was there i thought you know what i could yeah yeah no when i was there when i was there i thought if I were in a long-term relationship and to spice it up and you wanted to do a bit of voyeurism and if that's what they wanted to do, I wouldn't mind doing it, you know, like there, I, cause there was a lot of, oh, I would love to do that. I went to a sex party with Marie, you know, Marie Falcon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was performing and Marie just came with me and we were like, <laughs> literally could not pick our dress up off the ground. <laughs> oh my God. I'd love to lads, but I get very embarrassed. But again, I think that's going to be tough to get Hamaday to do, but we'll see. Out of the three of us, I'm probably the least wild. I'm working on it, but mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. when I went there, it's like you just move into a new zone. You're odd. It just felt comfortable. Yeah. It felt right because that's what everybody was doing, which was kind of weird. It's a sexy vibe. Mm, very sexy. No, for sure. It's sexual. But I think too, like, again, going back to the Irish thing, female pleasure being turned on by something that isn't necessarily a personal thing or an intimate thing between just two people it's that sense of guilt like that is i don't know like the idea of going there and seeing someone else having sex and me watching and enjoying it without being a part of it you'd almost feel well i you know i would almost feel kind of like oh jesus like where where do i look or what do i do or is it okay that i that i'm staring you know well we thought we saw a guy give a demonstration on how to make a woman squirt. They did that at the sex club. And how exactly was it done? Yes, give us a, give us a. And you know me and Marie were in the front row like. No, I've never squirted. Well, this is, okay, this is interesting because the. the... And it was hot. It was this hot bitch. Of course like, it's hot. Here. And this, the guy was not hot, but you know what? It's okay. But he was just like showing how to like touch her, caress her, get her all revved up. And he was like, and now she's wet. And then he was like, you know, just showing us how to get get it going. And I was like, oh my God, it looked so good. I was like, I left. I went to my ex-boyfriend's house because, you know, I was was like, a vibrator will not do tonight. (laughs) That's no, because so basically... Like that you brought that up we had a listener messaging or I had a listener messaging and he said I'm actually going to read it because he's just lovely um 
Um, but it's good that you're bringing that up because that was something I wanted to talk about. Now, um, let me see. Hold on. I put it in my favorites. I put it in my favorites. Oh, I should have been ready. Okay, here we go. Um, this is about going down and someone new that I've been seeing. It's something I'll be honest. I know fuck all about except focusing on the clit and in the dark that can be tricky. So maybe some do's and don'ts like fingering uh, would be so great. Keep me anonymous. Okay. <laughs> oh what a sweetie I love that he wrote in I know that's so nice because he cares I wrote back straight away and I was like well already you're like asking and you're inquisitive yeah it means you're aware you're aware of your body yeah well, well yeah so what did that guy do well because you said you said that he was like rubbing her and then he stuck his fingers in a little what First, he was, like, rubbing her whole body, and then he, like, uh, lubed up his hands and stuff. He, like, oiled her whole body down. He was, like, oiling her up, massaging her. Like, it was hot. But it was also kind of weird because it was, like, kind of, like, medical in a sense. Like, not what he was saying, but it felt because we were all watching her. She literally was just, like, on her back like this. And he was, oh, like, there was a woman there! Yeah, he was showing oh, there was two how to make her squirt. I thought that he was just telling you. I didn't know there was a demonstration. Oh, no, this was a live demonstration. And they kept talking about it. They were like, because I was just supposed to be performing comedy. And they were like, well, you can't stay for the whole thing, but you can watch the demo. And I was like, the demo? Here's what I made earlier. <laughs> I was like, well, I had no idea what the demo was, but I said, I got to watch it. So we stayed for that, but yeah, he was like touching her whole body. He like like oiled her up, and then he like lubed her. First, he was just like touching her clit and like touching her vagina and like rubbing it and massaging it like this, like all of that. And then he put his fingers inside of her, and then he started like doing the hand motion. And he was showing us like, you want to keep your hand like this? You want to stop? You want to go back to massaging it? And but do we think that there's one method? No, no, no. Like, Obviously come on. Not, but I guess this was just like a demonstration. But I also think yeah. that's like a good, that's a good way to start a sex party. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, oh, if yeah, you want to have a sex party, you start squirting. It's a good, it's a water side of a thing. Like, let's say get balls. Yeah, just the visual of him, like, actually trying to make her squirt was like, oh, it's laid up in here. <laughs> where do you ask <laughs> i because uh, when the guy messaged me and asked this i thought you know because sometimes when a guy goes down to me they'll be like let me know what you like and i think that's great that's great uh but i don't know just fucking mess about there mm. and when i find what i like i'll let you know because i d- i don't really know the technique i don't know of course not and it depends on the guy it depends on the night it depends on how you feel beforehand it depends on if you have waxed or not if you're feeling sexy if you're feeling less sexy I think just tell them to communicate, ask, ask questions. I'm so vocal. Like when I give a blowjob, I'm so vocal, genuinely, always, always. Because everyone's different. I don't assume that all men have the same pleasure sources or like way of orgasming. I always feel like, was this okay? What do you think about this? Does this, you know, forever each to their own. I'm being honest. Like for him, if he just says to her, look, I'm a bit, I'm a bit nervous, but I'm like really excited to do this. But just let me know what you like. But Katie, if I was going to find someone for the first time and he's going to give me oral sex and he said to me, here, you want to hear something? And I'd like, tell me. And he was like, I wrote into a fucking podcast because I've got like, I'm worried about this. I'd be like, fucking get down there. Let's do this Come together. On, do this. Yeah, that's amazing. 
thing that you're doing that the, the guy I had to I had to I a blowjob experience um not so long ago and um <laughs> I was like I said it I, I go have... I haven't I haven't we couldn't have sex because I got like a coloposcope done and I go I haven't blown anybody to completion in a lot maybe like 10 years because it oh, always led to completion sex. is amazing because <laughs> it, it always led to sex I never had to and I go yeah I go, me too mm-hmm. I haven't done that in a long time and I literally did it the other day and I was like oh wait is yep. it and you feel powerful. So you, you just use it as foreplay. Yeah, that's what I usually do. I usually use it as foreplay. But honestly, I was really putting in the work. I didn't even realize I was doing so good that he just came. So I was like, that's so I great. wish that happened to me. At the end, I'm like, oh, delighted I did it, but I'm exhausted. I know, right? You need a nap afterwards. But no, so- it's never been like, oh, really? Did you come? Stop. Relax. <laughs> never. Nope. No, but so I, I just said, I was like, look, I'm just a bit nervous, but let me know what you like. And, uh, oh, uh, and, then, and, then, and then I go, and pretend now I didn't tell you that. And then I'm very sexually confident. <laughs> so, yeah. But then he just told me what he liked and then told me when to go yeah. faster and what to do. Absolutely. And, boom, you know, and it's, it's sexy to hear them ask for it. It's oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted to say to the person that wrote in. Ask, mm-hmm. do a little something. Hit the clip first, obviously, yes. you know, but I also think that like fingers can, fingers are always welcome for me, but like start with the clip, start to lick the whole thing. I hate when people mm. just latch on to the clip, get into the whole situation, lick yeah. every single inch of it, even the lips in there. Ooh, bite the lips. Tell them to bite the lips. Just like a little light bite. Look. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I'm not really oral. I don't really love oral. I, I don't mind giving, but I'm not really a big receiver of oral sex. I was mm. hands. I got to be in the mood. I don't want to yeah, I find it very messy. I don't really, it's not really, and I can't yeah, see them. Giving blowjobs is messy. No, but I love blowjobs. Like, I'm all about it and I love giving pleasure, but just, I don't know, is it lying, it's the whole thing of lying on your back and seeing someone like that. I find it very. Or suggestion mm. for you and the caller in, the reader, I mean, the writer, sit on his face, babe. Sit on his face. Suffocate him. Yeah, no, for sure. Oh no, I'm so I'm there. Like I'll do it, but it's just I love hands. I'm just more of a hands person. I just oral sex for me isn't now really blowjobs. Love them, and I mean with men it's easier. That's it's easier. You know what I mean? You just do it, and it's fun. But with oral sex, I don't know—is it me receiving or just relaxing and being there? But when I just have to stay still and do nothing, I find it very hard to find pleasure in that. Yeah, and a team. I don't know. I don't know. And I. I know that's me. I know that's not, you know Yeah, what I mean? but, but you should, I, I was just going to say like, it's something that like, I feel like I had, it had to take a long time to be able to just sit there and totally, isn't it? It's not easy. Like mm. when someone shows enthusiasm, yeah. when someone is like, this is all I want to do, that is the hottest thing in the world. So tell, tell it, tell him that. Yeah. One time I was getting uh, like, a lick out and I'd be quite self-conscious and he came up like during the lick and he just went, you taste amazing. <gasps> That's the best. That is the best. I was like, yes, that yes. Is best. yes. Compliment my vagina. Can't tell me I taste good. Uh, yeah, tell me like, oh, I love your clit. Whatever. Just fucking yeah, compliment just anything us. Anything but a cute oh, mini, like, you know. Yeah, for sure. I remember him saying that just made me relax a hundred percent. And I didn't even realize that was in my mind until he said it, and I was like, oh. That's oh right. my god like I, you know yeah 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 and that is it's just communication isn't it it's just talking to each other and i think know? a lot of women are very nervous about their smell and all vaginas have a certain mm-hmm. smell that's just natural nervous about maybe like the way they've shaved their vagina or not shaved it we're just always in our head uh and when you're closer to your period it's stronger when you're off your period like you know what i mean or if you've been out running around totally i live in hot countries 
but there's but you know no. my thing is is that like it's a vagina yeah. just like a dick is a dick it's never gonna smell like a rose it's just yeah, a, it's a vagina yeah. And a lot of guys mm. like the way vaginas smell. Like they yeah. love it. What about the guys who buy panties and smell them? Yeah. 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 So once they communicate that for that guy, if he's like, oh, you taste great, you smell great, that's going to be huge. And then also, um, you know what, as well, when I was looking, I was looking up tips, but again, tips don't really work because everybody's different. Mm. I feel, but well, it was like a sexologist or whatever they're fucking called. And she said it can take some women 20 to 45 minutes for the for the clit to come. And I was like, Jay's, that's a really long time for a lot. I've never came from oral sex. Never. Oh, I have. Ooh, oh, I have. I, but I, I, so basically she, she gave this advice and that's when, that's the, how I've come from oral sex is them hitting the erogenous zones before. So like licking your nipples, getting you all fucking. I was going to say that, build up to it. Don't go yeah. straight in, no kissing. Like build up to it. Like get to a point where you're like fucking Jewish. You I'm going to explode. Yeah. So like yeah, licking yeah, yeah. nipples and. Uh, and and inner thigh, inner thigh. Yes. Inner thigh, inner thigh. Bomb as well, Ashy. I had a guy who yeah. used to like bite the inside of my inner thigh and I would I be like, oh, no. I love that. I love that. Biting is unreal. Eat it from the back. Oh, Eat it from the back. Eat it from the front. Have her sit on your face. Get it done. Just get, uh, yeah, just get involved. Foreplay yeah. is something a lot of lads miss out on. I've had like a lot of sex where there's just gone straight sex and that's grand and stuff. But like where recently where I couldn't have sex, we just had to do foreplay stuff. It's been, it was great because it was like, oh, this, this stuff is amazing. You forget how good this is. And like, and you forget all the different parts of the body. Like the minute I think some men with penetration, they start to penetrate and they forget that you're inside me. So I'm at like at a heightened sensitivity. Like if you touch me while you're inside me and hard, like, I'm, like that's amazing it feels great you know it feels a hundred times more than usual and they forget they put that i had a fellow one time he's put his hands down by his side like just and i was like what are you doing yeah, i'm me nude yes touch me or even my way anything just my arms my feet like anything you want but don't put your hands down by your side dickhead like what are you doing bad job you know? bad job Fucking bad move shit move from davity from italy if you're watching fuck you <laughs> use your hands that's it really so like the advice we're giving isn't that hard because it's just he's just gonna have to and for anybody listening you're just gonna have to ask and as you go because even you like if you were like katie what do you like i'm like i don't know just ask. i don't know either yeah it just depends on the person the mood you're in where you're keep there. saying you don't know but you all you both have been giving advice we're irish so you have no idea we're terrified of it the last guy i was fooling around with he goes he was doing like he, he he's a dj so he's really good with his hands <laughs> and he was doing like the hand movement you know on the clitoris it was amazing oh. but afterwards i was like oh that was amazing and he like made me orgasm three times and he was like i was like you're so good oh. like how are you so good and he goes because you told me what you wanted and i was like oh right the whole time i was like move up over there yes go there oh, I, I just I'm kind of forgot that I was like actually saying exactly and he just listened I have a mole oh, I have a no. mole on my vagina and I'm always like if you kind of aim for the mole you're you're going right <laughs> don't mind the clit go for the mole <laughs> yeah because because it's like because even for me I find my pleasure is um and he said this was interesting because he said a lot of girls that uh, he'd been with like it more sensitive but I like it harder so he was shocked but I find mm. like under like to the left of the clit or something or maybe to the right underneath it that's where my pleasure is so i need them to go hard on it yeah. mm. for mine it's above the hood like oh. not on the clit too makes me pee if someone touches my clit directly it makes me pee oh wow oh, 
well yeah it gives me a wee little sensation to do a wee i'm like Ooh. it's like ticklish yeah yeah it's not like nice whereas if they go above and then play around above then absolutely yeah, that's what you should tell the guy in barcelona no he was in italy no the fella now was excellent. oh italy milan yeah you did say milan yeah yeah no the guy i'm with now is brilliant but again the guy i'm with now was very literal very direct person i'll say i like this and he's like yeah i'll do this and then he does that and it's fucking unreal but it is hard and like and i understand the writer who wrote in and said i don't want to do because sometimes it sounds silly and maybe for some people it's really cool just to talk about it and ask for wine. but for some people it's difficult like i'd be a bit embarrassed being like i want this or would you do this or do you mind and then it's silly because if someone asks me i'm so grand about it yeah. like oh, i'm like oh my god for sure no worries just let me know what like we can give it a go whatever but like i don't know i i do understand for some people it is difficult to express sexual desire you know it is like um and come here just because i had another question written down which has nothing to do with work but i think i think i think we're we're good with that but so you as i had another listener message in she said she was feeling guilty about going on a date because of covid and i was just like go go have fun like fuck it don't let your life stop but you met your partner straight after quarantine were you nervous with the whole covid thing or were you just like no 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 i wasn't we were allowed out like i mean we were in the bar and stuff and i didn't it just didn't even come into my mind to be honest not a, like I had done it was 60 days that's more than Lent Katie yeah that's ridiculous I did more than Jesus Jesus did 40 days and 40 nights <laughs> yeah that's ridiculous 60 like I hadn't been touched I haven't and you know what I love I fucking love kissing me too I, I love it love them all <laughs> me too like, isn't it uh, so nice isn't it so sad when you meet someone you like and they're a bad kisser I'm like this isn't gonna work out sir I can deal with a small cock but a shit kiss not nah. Nah, <laughs> not this episode. <laughs> I cannot deal. I can't. Well, actually, I could. I guess I could. But yeah, you're right. Kissing is no kissing. Oh, Kalina, when you kiss someone and you're like, this is the like open door into the rest of the house. The door's got to be nice, like, and a nice smell too. And they have a nice smell off their skin, not the spray, not perfume, but just their fucking smell. Clean. Yeah, yes, just be clean. <laughs> that's all i want kissing is my f- i can tell if they're going to be good at sex via kissing and totally. i mean if, if there's a guy that's a good kisser totally. i'm like i'm fucked now this is it because the last yeah. there i was seeing a guy who wasn't a good kisser and i told him like we needed to work on it and he was such a nice guy and he really wanted to work but in hindsight i was like yeah that was the indicator we don't kiss so, and your body responds what why was he a bad kisser he would like uh put like his tongue just like in my mouth and just like leave it there like Ugh. Like, you know, like, <laughs> and he had, um, God, I, I don't think he listened to this and he is, I'm just going to say he's a, he is a nice guy. And it, I've dated a lot of psychos. So I was really happy to date him because he was a normal guy to prop like a normal job. Nice. Now it was a bit weird when it, when it, it, with certain things, but for the most part, really, really nice guy. Um, but he had like a thing called, um, geographical tongue <laughs> so he had all these like lines on his tongues it's like a condition but you, you don't have it if you just drink water and you're fine and he but was, is it white it's white and, and like has ridges oh, yeah. off. No! 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 you deserve a bad kiss don't be giving people with that i know <laughs> he wasn't just a bad condition and he, he wasn't just a bad kisser. He had a condition, sis. Yeah, he was manky. I was like, your tongue is kind of, it's a bit, it's a bit different. Like, what's going on? And he Did was like. feel gravelly? Oh, like a cat's tongue. It felt like I could feel the ridges. <laughs> I, got, I And I hated kissing him. And so I That's said. That's okay for a lick out. 
well yeah yeah you know it's grand for Nick out but um I said it to him I was like because uh, the first couple of times we met during the pandemic and like I was hammered you know like on these fucking little park dates getting blackout so when we were proper started dating I was like oh I started to notice it because I wasn't like hammered and I said it to him and he goes yeah it's called a thing called geographical tongue and um and I looked and I was like look to be honest with you you can get rid of it if you just stay hydrated and he was like yeah well it's not that big of a deal so but I'm like well it is to me like if you can fix something why wouldn't you fix it you know why totally stay drink take care water. of your body like and it's your organ in your internal organ your tongue has to be clean come on to fuck come yeah, on it was just it. ridges ridges yeah i didn't like I it i know it's gross i've seen those tongues yeah I know. it's like smegma but in the mouth no geographical tongue everything else in fairness now he, it was but there you know we just didn't click sexually you know we and yeah. that was your body you gotta listen to your body you gotta listen to your body oh jeez 100 100% 100% but it's normal Poor geographical tongue. Jesus, this so I'm nice. mad about his tongue. Like, I'm literally imagining what his tongue looks like, and I'm. But bad. also because if it's just a question of fucking hydrating. It's laziness. Well, that's how I said. Brushing the tongue. Was he brushing it? Because I'm gonna show you his geographical tongue now. Um, I don't know. I don't know. He also didn't cut his nails, and when I said it to him, he goes, "These aren't long." And I was I like, saw that actually on your on your page. First, first time you get a second girl to cut your fucking fingers. <laughs> I had that joke for like four or five months just sitting in my drafts waiting until it was long enough time that I could post it that he wouldn't be like Katie that was really cunty talking about me Uh, yeah even though he's gonna know but he again he's like here I'm sharing my screen with you so you can see what a geographical tongue looks like it looks like fucking one of those uh tribal tattoos no (laughs) that's really creepy I'm going straight to hell. I'm going so mad at you right now. Like I'm pissed. I did, and I stuck around for months. Okay, so I didn't get rid of him for, before anybody says I'm shaming. I stuck through this, hoping that he would just drink more water. <laughs> oh my god! Or at least, like, did he? Oh my god! Oh, there you it go. looks like caveman drawings. I, it looks like those things that those tribal tattoos, you know, like with the circulars or whatever. Oh there you go, look. But like that's the thing. I think as women, we will kind of go right. Has the good job, pays for things. No. Is looking to me. No. no. Okay, so just no. me. No. I no. want clean tongue. No money, clean tongue. No worries. <laughs> like seriously, my own money. I got my own money. No, I'm giving fuck about that. Money and a clean tongue. Period. Have money, clean tongue. That's it. Those are the that's right. No, for sure. Katie, I'm gonna need you to pop those standards up higher. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I am. I am going to. I am. I already made the decision because I'm turning thirty next month, and so only, only exactly what I want from now on. And then, like, I'm like, okay, when I'm forty, I can kind of reevaluate life. But even like, do you know what I started doing when I got about after my failed engagement? I started instead of looking for what I want. Just ticking off exactly what I don't want. My yeah. deal breakers. That alone, yeah. Katie, is half the fucking half the half the yeah. You're she's um, you're right though. I think that's re- and I think that's good advice for anybody listening. That's really yeah. good advice to Yeah, just know off. what you don't want. Yeah. And it's tiny and like when you get to 30 kid, you know it's like someone who's kind to other people, someone who's got their shit together. And like I know we're taking the piss from the tongue and sex and stuff, but it's and like people who run their own shit, it's hot, like it's sexy, yeah. like you know. Yeah, yeah. And he emotional intelligence is fucking is really like yes. i just think you know emotional intelligence is really important i find a lot of the guys 
out here in New York City would play a lot of games instead of just saying what they want. Totally. They try to be cool totally. and casual and like, and you know, you're like, ah, oh, they do like me. They're just playing this fucking, being, either being dense, either emotionally unintelligent yeah. or not able to articulate what they want. And that's very unattractive. Um, but even this thing of like playing games and men being like, I'm not going to text her. Like, do you think you're that important that I'm going to fall in love with you? <laughs> like this idea that they have in their fucking minds that oh, if I text you in the morning, you're going to think we're in a relationship. I'm like, kid, like leave me be leave me in peace i mean honestly it's like it's like what about just being nice do you have to be an asshole maybe i'm texting because i'm being nice and you could be nice back and it doesn't mean you're getting married tomorrow exactly you're not that you're not that important in my life like i'm just being kind because i want to be treating myself like it's so fucking it's annoying as well. it, it is a level of narcissism that they think that totally. Oh, that you're just like, yeah, you're going to fall in love if they, and again, yeah, just be nice. And it takes two seconds to text back. I hate this bullshit now. I'm not texting back. Cause you're like, just say you're fucking know. busy. Don't fucking text me. Conversation and- I phone call people. I call, Better. I don't like, I'm not good at spelling. So I, I, I ring people and they're like, whoa, like men and women. This is happening with men and women. They're like, whoa, that's too much. Like my voice, instead of my words written down on paper or on a text, my voice is too much, but on a screen, it's okay. Like, that's your problem. Them. That yes. says something about them. That's their problem. Reflection on you, kid. That is yeah. reflection on you. That's nothing to do with me. I'm a grown-up. <laughs> Completely, because because if you... um, uh, if, if someone... I also love to pull a phone call just because I know it's going to rattle. Totally. <laughs> I just like it because I want to get done. Like you could be texting all day and we still haven't gotten to the point in what we need to talk about. Like if I call and we're just like, yeah, Yeah, okay, we're going to meet up on Tuesday. Great. And done and dusted. I don't be waiting around for a text. I prefer not to text all day or like, good morning, good night, bullshit. I hate that. Mm -hmm. Tell me. Okay. As you said, Tuesday five, right. See you then. Don't talk to you for three days and we'll talk about it on Tuesday. I hate it. And it makes me feel trapped as well. The good morning, good night thing. You didn't text me good night. You didn't text me goodnight. You're like, fuck off. <laughs> I'm not 12. <laughs> okay, well, I don't agree with that because I do like being texted good morning and good night. But like, in terms of being making plans, like, I'll call you. I know, but you're you're in love. It's so different. In relation. Like, we're talking about the very first months of texting and then... And I'm telling you that I still like being cool. Oh, you still like it? Oh, no. I, I like can't. a text in the morning and the night. I like a lot of attention. Yeah. I like it. I'm like Katie. Yeah, I like it was a little bit obsessed with me. Like, I would know that you woke up in the morning and the first thing you thought about was me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. That's fair. That's but fair. I'm no, also crazy. But I do. I get it. Like, I'd be very like, I like attention, but I'm always trying to be like, okay, if, if I like a guy and he's not texting me every day like that, I don't mind. I'd be like, okay, I'll talk to him in a few days. But if he did text me, like, hope you're having a nice day today, I'd be like happy, but it, I would have to like him. If it was someone I was kind of ha- mm. on the fence about, it would probably freak me out a little bit. But if I liked mm. them, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, I think it's nice. I do think, I love this. I love this. Look, have a, hey, hope you're having a great day. Grant, now we don't have to talk all day. Yeah, and I guess it's and it always depends because if you really like the guy, you're gonna be like, yeah, I love texting him, love talking to him. Uh, so it, each situation is different. So like we yeah, can be like and each person too, like because for me, texting is such just an information thing. Like if I'm texting you, it's like hey, I'm here, let's do this. I'm not like if I want to talk to you about something or like talk about my day, I'm gonna come and see you. Like now, I'm a very solitude person though, so it's different. I do maybe I'm a bit. I've been called. I've been broken up for being too cold a few times. I love a sexy photo. Me too. Love sexy. I'm all about sexting. Love sexting. It's what about crap. you, Carolina? Do you like it? I'm not really a sexter, but I'll send a photo if I'm in the mood. Yeah. Like. Nah. 
I got my friend lingerie because she doesn't wear lingerie and like I love lingerie. Me and too. she went to go see the guy that she's seeing and didn't wear the lingerie. She's like, but I'll send him a picture. That might just be her own like thing. I said, how does that what where does that make sense? But she sent me the picture she sent him and I was like, <laughs> now you gotta wear it. Now you gotta wear it. <laughs> she just has to she has to build her confidence, I think. She's yeah, that's just someone, someone's reaction. You're like, oh, what if he doesn't like, what if he doesn't react the way I want? And sometimes you have an expectation, expectation in our mind of what we want them to say and they don't. And you're like, oh, yeah. seven zero. <laughs> he responded well to it. He responded, he said, he said, never in my life have I wanted to t- pull a bow apart with my teeth. And I said, oh, she sent me the text. I was like, oh. You're a good yes, friend, and yeah, and you and Sydney's a good friend for buying you a vibrator. I bought my roommate a vibrator because she, I just don't like the guys she dates, and I was like, I think you just need a vibrator. <laughs> so you got her one in the. You just need to come. <laughs> Independent coming, okay? It'll make you feel better. It's good. I love my vibrator. It's amazing. Yeah, masturbation is amazing. Got me into quarantine. Masturbation and marijuana. <laughs> Oh my God, stop. Yeah, masturbation and marijuana. Yeah. Masturbation and whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I ask you what, guys one more question before I let you go? Um, oh, do you know what though? Back to the lick out or the eat out, sorry. There was this one weird note where she said the sexologist said make eye contact and that would be my nightmare. If I look down and he's like fucking staring at me, I'd be like, <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah, no. uh-uh. I I want the eye contact, not the whole time, oh, you too. but a little I bit. Especially if yeah. he's down there, he's like, "What do you like? Do you like this?" And you look down, and he's looking at you, and you're like, "Oh." Yeah, I agree. I agree. And even when giving a blowjob, I love looking, being like, "Yeah, I'm in control." <laughs> look at these blue eyes. I'll have my yeah, hair on. Yeah, they won't be able to sure. see it. Um, for the guy. Sure. The guy that I blew last, he's so sweet. He's like literally the sweetest person ever. But he held my hair up for me because I didn't have a box. Because I go, oh, I'm going to have to. That's hot. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I go, I go, my hair keeps getting in the way. Sorry. And he goes, hold on one second. And he held my hair up the whole time. Oh, he <laughs> fucking pulled it a bit, not just held it. No, I don't. I'm no, I'm fi- I'm fine with him. Just uh, baby no. steps, Kyla. Baby steps. Baby's a, all right, we're gonna beat that shit out of her. Beat her off. <laughs> it's attached to my head. I had an ex boyfriend. He would pull my hair, and I'd be like, "Babe, it's like it's." it's I'm all over that. I love all that. I'm like, I like, I like my hair. Mm, totally, absolutely. Show me the bus. We'll have to do an episode of this again in a year and I'll be all like, I'll get my hair pulled and my hair. Just with a ball patch here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got really into it, really into it. I wonder if we'll have time to answer this question, but I'll just say, another guy messaging saying for, because I said we're having a girl's app this week because it was a very lad's app last week. I was just like, it looked like I was like the pervert in the boys' locker room, do you know what I mean? Because it was like fairy men, uh, heavy. But um, it's basically, he said, is there like a difference between like love, sex and... Uh, and non-love sex like can you have a one-night stand very passionate love sex and it not be love yeah because i've had like love sex but not been in love with them because i'd be a very passionate lover a hundred i've had like like spice girls to become one in the background sex and it's been like a guy i've never seen again like where you're like this is amazing (laughs) get inside me now i'm loving this you know and then you but and then i think that's when you're honest and you say look you just sometimes you know you meet a guy you're like you're not going to be the father of my children but I really am attracted to you my body's responding well to you we're having fun let's just enjoy mm-hmm. it for what it is no bullshit but that takes time to get to yeah and self-reflection not with you and a person that's you if you can 
separate that idea of romantic love that we are taught as young women in Disney and cartoons of being rescued, blah, blah, blah. Like, you ever walk into a bar, get a whiskey, sit down, be like, I'm going to have sex with you, sir. You over there are getting some. Or you can have like a booty call that you have sex with a bunch of times that you have amazing, passionate sex with, then and that's great. But then there is definitely a difference between like actually like having sex when you're in love. That's on some other shit. No, I was going to say, I feel like every time I have sex with Hamaday, it's not always like, oh, I'm so in love with you. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's like, all right, let's fuck. But sometimes we have sex and it's like, oh. I know, and you're like, whoa, I was vulnerable. I was actually naked. Yeah. That's like, I'm in a, a new relationship, Kalina, only that from four months. And I've been single for like three and a half years. And I'm getting to know that side of myself again. That like tender, more tender side. You know, and it is, it's almost tender. That's the word. It's tender. And it's almost more difficult to let yourself be that person, mm-hmm. especially that I'm independent. I make my own money. I've done every last 10 years. I've never I've always done everything on my own. And to let myself go in that sense and receive pleasure and receive like a caring vibe. It's, it is hard. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. a new thing, you know, but lovely. <laughs> oh i'm so excited yeah. for you i want that that sounds lovely. see yeah. i haven't had um uh, anything like what the two of you have in like my last long-term relationship yes, you say years. you want that but also what what she's saying is that it's hard because then you then you're really stripping away the layers and you're and really just like totally. i think being vulnerable is one of the hardest like even if a guy if a guy is like testing me to see how my feelings are or like I, I, it takes a while like i'll just be always like mm-hmm, no it's cool i'm cool you know what i mean i i don't i think being vulnerable is one of the hard it's really hard to be like oh yeah i like you you're not letting someone in and you're like please don't hurt me again oh. <laughs> please i'm so tired please don't do it again you know it's fucking difficult as like especially when you have a good thing going and you enjoy your life like yeah. before I met Danny, I like my life. Like I have good friends. I have fun. I enjoy what I do. I love writing. I love making jokes and the comedy side. And again, as comedians or as whatever we are, creative people, when you don't feel good, it's hard to be funny. When you don't yeah. feel happy, it's hard to make jokes. It's hard to transmit. Um, it is. But you know what I found over the years? You can do it. I do. Oh, I, for I, sure. Like the first time I like... When I first started comedy, I thought, oh, my God, like, if I'm in a bad mood or I'm sad or when my ex-boyfriend broke up with me, we dated for four years and I was devastated. And I I think like a day or two after I had to do a show and literally went up there and was fine on stage. I talked about it on stage. But as soon as I walked off the stage, I was sobbing, like my whole body was shaking. And I was like, this is the end of the world. But I could still do comedy. It is hard. But it's that's amazing because I remember the only time I think I ever felt actual love was with a guy for only four months this is insane right because not even the guy that I was with for three years did I feel the way I did about this guy but it might not have been love it might have been infatuation he was another Irish guy and he was a raging alcoholic and so the night I knew I had to break up with him now I'd been up with him all night and it was like he had lost his apartment his job he had borrowed money off me Oh, and I was like, I have to break up with him. But I went, I had a competition that night. It only got about an hour sleep. And it was the worst I ever performed on stage. And when I got off, I was like, right, if I am ever going to date and I am going to have, because there's going to be life crises. Someone's going to get sick. Someone's going to die. Course. I was like, I'm, if I'm going to do comedy, I have to learn to compartmentalize. And, and, then, yeah. and then going forward, I remember when me and my other ex broke up and 
it, like it was just like hard as well because he got very aggressive and stuff but I still went out and did the gigs and was like you're not thinking about this now compartmentalize and it was like I had mm. to like teach myself how to do that but it's fucking oh, totally. Totally. really hard really hard and the jokes get darker yeah. like the writing oh, gets darker oh, like, oh, 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 <laughs> I read back from my stuff and I'm like holy shit I was in a weird place <laughs> that's so true but then you tell them and you get a reaction and you're like yes other people go through this and that's the beauty of comedy you know you can find the funny in the shit you know what I mean I like I liked what you were saying as well because I think I feel a lot of shame sometimes and I would feel shame about just going like something not going anywhere and just being in it for the fun so I'm trying to be more like I'm trying not to like worry about the future so much but I think that's an Irish thing I don't know Carolina if you ever felt like that but we would feel kind of just this horrible shame towards sex and relationships so I think that was really good advice that you said just about like knowing yourself and being like okay well if this is just sex tonight that's it that's fine enjoy it yeah yeah absolutely and it's so freeing you know it's so teaching in a way so teaching after I lost my virginity I came home or I was in college and I came home to Queens and I was in the hair salon and I read this article and it was like in sister to sister magazine, which is a magazine doesn't exist anymore, but it's like this black woman's magazine. And it was like, every time you have sex with the man, you let him put his fingerprints on your window. And like, he's fucking Christ. a woman with a foggy window. And if your window's foggy, then you can't see clearly and blee, blee, blee. My window's and I read that in the salon and it made me cry because oh. prior oh. to the, Prior to that, I never really felt sexual shame. I always knew I was going to have sex. I just didn't know when I was going to have sex. I was like 18, 19. I was 19. Um, And I like went back and I was like, I went back to college and I told my my friend Alexis and I was like, oh my God. And I remember she was like, oh my God, that doesn't apply to you. That's just like propaganda. She was like, that's just like them trying to control you socially as a woman. She just, she's a sociology major. So she went off on me about that. And I was like, that's so true. You're right. And literally since then, I was like, she's right. And that's that. Yeah. And it's so, I get, like on Instagram, I get slut shamed. I talk very openly about sex and I get slut shamed constantly constantly by middle-aged men like they're like this is ridiculous you're talking about sex and sexual pleasure I'm like kid like what do you think is happening in the world like it is it's just absolute bullshit like it's fucking bullshit like it's such it's a beautiful thing it's it's because they don't like listen you're you feel unfulfilled you don't want me to feel fulfilled and I'm out here feeling yes like I'm all oh I love sex I fucking love cheesecake too I don't eat fucking cheesecake every day you know what I mean? You can love sex without fucking being a hoer. It's such bullshit. But even if you were, and even if you were having exactly. sex, that's your prerogative. Absolutely. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. I honestly don't care shit. I get slut shamed a lot on TikTok as well and it's the same it's all middle-aged men but that the thing is just that we're out having you know we're comfortable we're enjoying what we're doing and we're talking about it and we're educating people to our stories of being like this isn't that bad of a thing this is fine if you want to do it so you're just actually kind of questioning their beliefs and they believe a woman should be a certain way they they didn't even get to experience what we're experiencing so they're just jealous and bitter what the fucking better to do they don't know. It's like it's, you're missing information. They don't mm-hmm. understand it. They don't understand someone like me at 30 can sit and say, I love sex. I absolutely love being touched, being kissed. But again, like it's it's my prerogative. It's my body. It's what I want to do. Like, And it's who I decide to share that with. 
that's my that's my ordeal. Like that's nothing to do with anybody else. And I've no problem talking about it openly. I'm not gonna sit there and listen to some fucking dickhead in Mayo on his computer, yeah. angry, wanting looking at my photograph. Listen, and for every man that is talking shit to you, there are ten women who are like, Yes, thank you. And so therefore I continue. No, Ireland's amazing, just not just still waiting for it to get a bit more yeah. I wanna be able to be free. Or women to talk about everything, men as well, men included. But it's getting there, it's getting there. I'm proud of Ireland. Well, my even my because my family live in Lanford now. My dad was talking about doing a show when I come back because they have this space out at the, one of the bars. And he goes, But if you do now, you're probably gonna have to change up your material. And I was like, mm, No, then I'm not gonna do it. I'm like that. I'm like, No, no, that's ridiculous. No. I like, I enjoy talking about sex, like exactly. Like, and it's funny, like it's yeah, funny you know what I mean we have a laugh off it because we've all done it we've all had that thing in common so it's the easiest thing to go to as well like why the fuck not would you, why, why would you talk about it my mom's the same with weed she's like don't talk about drugs don't talk about drugs I'm like mom I love drugs alright <laughs> are you kidding me I talk about drugs with my parents when I had my bachelor oh. party I had it in my backyard and my parents came to just drop off some food and I was talking to my dad and I was fucked up because I had this edible and I was like eh. amazing and I was talking to my dad, who is, like, one of my best friends. He's the cutest baby in the world. And Aww. I go, he's like, you guys are being weird. And I said, that's because everybody at this party's on edibles. <laughs> Welcome to the funhouse, dad. <laughs> but you, Carolina, you put up a great thing where didn't your dad by accidentally drink your, like, weed juice or something? Yes, I bought this, uh, like, weed tea. It's a, a cold tea, and it's got THC in it, and it's so good. And it's this West Indian drink called Sorrel. And my dad loves sorrel, but he didn't know there was weed in it. And it was summer. It was like July and it was hot. And he drank like three quarters of a huge bottle of it (laughs) and went to the hospital because he thought he was having like a heart attack and a stroke. And I was at my uncle's pool in New Jersey and I'm like, Hamaday's like speeding down the road, the highway, trying to get me to the hospital. And I'm crying. I'm so upset. And then I get there and I talk to him and I'm like, did you drink? I thought he went because he's friends with my neighbor. So I thought he went to my neighbors and had like a beer or something. And then it didn't feel good because it was hot. And he's like, no, I just drank some salt. And I was like, um, <laughs> should have told you beforehand, but, uh, <laughs> high for days. And he'd never done any drugs in his life. <laughs> Into the deep end he goes. <laughs> What's your dad's name? Dallas. Dallas. Fair play to Dallas. He rode the wave. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm gonna to let you guys go because I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Yeah, you, I got to go back to work. Will you plug yourselves? Will you plug yourselves for the listeners? Because the listeners are great. Mine, mine is Carobina. K-A-R-O-B-E-A-N-A-H. Like a bean. Carobina. Perfect. And what's yours, Kyla? Kyla Cobbler. Kyla Cobbler. Great. So people go follow them. This is the best. I love you guys. <laughs> That's great. Okay. I'm going to let you go. Right. Me. I love yous. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for listening. If you want to see the video for that, it's on the Patreon. Um, There's also a longer extended app on the Patreon as well. So if you want to have a listen to that, you can can go over there. Other than that, I'm really excited about the guests next week. Um, We have uh, Jared Freed and Fabu D. So she'll be a good laugh um, if they're still available to do it. And yeah, just have a lovely week and uh, I'll chat to you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. 